Welcome to Positive Talk Radio. We're glad you're here. I'm Kevin McDonald, your host for this grand adventure, and I thank you for joining us. You see, our mission is to create a positive, personal connection to all things with courage and love. We invite terrific guests, interesting topics, and great conversation, all in a fun, entertaining way. And we always manage to learn something, too. So I hope you will stay right where you are for this episode of Positive Talk Radio. And welcome to Positive Talk Radio for a Thursday afternoon. This is one of the last broadcasts of 2021. And uh, we'll be going into 2022. And I just signed a deal with this man, young man right here. He's going to appear on um, uh, Positive Talk Radio on KKNW 1150 AM this coming Monday at 9 AM Pacific. And so if you would like to tune into that and catch the entire thing, you can do that as well. Um, we're talking today with a gentleman by the name of James Rice. And he does not look anything like the pictures that you will see of him because he's done something that is really extraordinary that that uh, a lot of us would like to do but he actually went and did it and that is he lost over 100 pounds he's written a book about it and the the uh the name of the book is entitled the 100 pound war the battle from triple x large to large and uh, uh james uh, uh rice is our guest james how are you Thank you, Kevin, for uh, having me today. It's a, it's a great pleasure to be on on the show with you, and I love your opening where you talk about courage and love, and those are the two ingredients for successful for a successful diet. I can tell you that much for sure. Let's let's go back a couple of years. Sure, you were you were sitting somewhere in your house, and and you had a you had a a self kind of coming to Jesus meeting. Yeah, my epiphany moment. Yeah. Yeah, it, was, it was actually in Miami, Miami Beach. I, I, was, I was down in Miami. Uh, I wanted to buy one of those large, loud, touristy Hawaiian shirts. And uh, I went in with my Oakley sunglasses and my Boston Red Sox baseball cap. And I was going to be a tourist. And uh, you know what? I couldn't find a shirt to fit me in the store. I was very distraught. Uh, I left the store without my sunglasses without my without my red Sox hat and uh, i went home i went back to the hotel and i said i got i've got to change if i can't find one of those big touristy shirts in on miami beach strip uh, i got something's wrong i got to change i got to fix so that was my it was it was pure vanity i wish it was more uh you know deeper than that but i i remember it because i lost my oak leaves and i lost my red Sox cap and uh <laughs> well, well, I, gotta make a change. I always i always say when somebody says hey you want to go to the beach i said no i got to be protected by greenpeace yeah someone's gonna <laughs> harpoon sure. me i was a beached whale right you know exactly, I, exactly. I, I get rolled into the ocean so many 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 jokes that way so yeah i mean prior to that uh you know i i knew i was struggling with with weight gain uh and i knew uh i, I needed help i was you know i was taking six arthritic painkillers a day because of the knee pains and my shoulder pain i was high blood pressure pre-diabetic i couldn't get my jacket on without my my wife's help and i couldn't she asked me one day to change a light bulb i couldn't change the light bulb uh, i couldn't get up on the ladder so 
you know, I knew something had to change, but that vanity moment where I couldn't buy a <laughs> a Hawaiian shirt, that was what that was the thing that did it for me. That that uh, you know, we all get in the, we all get to a certain way that we are. Mine mine happened to be uh because of surgeries and stuff like that, but uh what was your uh, um story when you were growing up were you always heavy or were you an athlete when you were a kid or I mean, how did that go for you so i was fairly athletic i mean i wasn't an athlete but uh, you know i was sports oriented but you know the thing that that hurt me growing up was sugar uh my uh family loved to bake my mother was a great uh baker of sweet foods uh and uh so i ate a lot of sugar sugar was my addiction i, I am addicted to sugar I, I i say that out loud now in the same way an alcoholic would say it or a drug addict would say it to admit to themselves that i am addicted to sugar it has a very negative effect on me i can feel it now when it's going through me just as as if it were a drug going through me and uh when i was at my peak i was i was eating uh, I, I believe the number was 384 grams of sugar a day. And I didn't know I was eating that much sugar. You know, I, I was eating yogurt. I didn't know yogurt had so much sugar in it. I was eating uh, a granola bar, protein bars, protein shakes, all with sugar, all packed full of sugar. That was just feeding my habit, feeding my habit. And I had no way to stop it, uh, really, until I had to, uh, you know, go, you know, basically cold turkey. And I had all of those drug related uh reactions that you would have when you're you're coming out of something uh giving up cigarettes or giving up alcohol i had the shakes i had the sweats i was i was in bed just drenched with sweat coming out of my sugar withdrawal so it's a it's a it's a powerful drug that uh, we we need to be aware of it's it's really interesting that you say that because sugar is one of those things that nobody th nobody thinks about but if you look at the labeling of just about everything you eat, if if it's a processed food, it's got an abundance of sugar in it, and if you're if you're not careful, um, it can really and it, it it can really be devastating because getting rid of sugar, you're right, your body is used to that, and it it, uh, it changes, it makes it very difficult, doesn't it? Yeah, it uses it for fuel. So the challenge that they they gave me was, can you get as low? Well, how much how much sugar do you need? Kevin, how much do you, sugar do you need a day? What do you, what do you think? What's that number? I mean, I was eating 384 grams. That's too much. How much? I, I would think certainly less than 100 grams. I would think uh, 60, maybe 50. I don't know. You need zero grams. Your body doesn't need sugar. It gets enough sugar from your natural food sources, your bananas, your oranges, your raspberries, your all of those. Uh, the WHO recommends, uh, don't quote me on this. I just don't have the numbers right in front of me, but I think 20 about 20 grams 24 grams for for men of sugar so that's less than a can of coke that you need uh for to fuel your body that's all you need and when you are large you don't really need any sugar because there's enough fuel in there to keep your body going so the challenge was how low could you go james to get to zero how close could you get without you know uh causing you too much stress so i was able to get down from 384 grams of sugar down to between eight and 14 grams. And the difference was 
if I had a half a grapefruit in the morning, that would add a six grams of, of sugar. So I was eating 14 grams of sugar while I was going through the process. And so I'm not, I'm not advocating any diet because actually many diets are very similar. You know, there's low carbs and, and no sugar I mean, and, and exercise. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, how, the food that you eat is different on each diet and, and I don't advocate any one diet. I'm not a keto guy. I'm not a, uh, an Atkins guy. However, I use all of them. Uh, throughout my my time losing weight, so I would switch between the diets because my body needed to, my body would adapt to a certain di a diet and then switch. So heading into the new years, I know people out there looking for diets, thinking about diets. How do I, uh, you know, diet? How do I lose weight? I'm going to go keto. I'm going to go paleo. I'm going to. I say to you, go with what's comfortable. Do what do what you like to do, but be ready to change and shift when you stop kind of losing weight or you, you lose interest in that type of food. You know, I, I tried intermittent fasting. I did it for a couple of months. It helped, no doubt about it, but it's not something for me. I can't do it. I know a guy at a gym, he does 36 hour fasts. He loves it. I cannot do a 36 hour fast. I eat three <laughs> meals a day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and I feel good about that. And I'm still losing weight. So it just depends on you and your body and what you can handle and, and what you can take. So I, I don't advocate any one diet, but I do advocate watching what your, your sugar intake and watching your carbs because I was eating over 550 grams of carbs along with my 384 grams of sugar every was day. It, was it breads? Breads, pastas, rice. Uh, those were the big uh, carbs. You know, I love granola bars and uh, I love all those little snacking bars that I would have around my desk while I was at work. And, uh, you know, I'd reach for a bag of chips and a Coke in the afternoon and some of those things. But I, I've also learned about my body as well. And I think that's really, really important as, as somebody's looking for, forward to, to doing a diet in the new year is uh, you, you can't think about in 30 days, I'm going to lose 15 pounds or in two months I want to lose before the summer I want to lose 50 pounds you have to think about it as an investment and you're going to it's like Warren Buffett you know you invest a little each every day some days you're going to win some days you're going to lose but each day you just do a little bit of an investment try to lose a little bit of weight and understand your body as if you're understanding the stock market or the real estate market or some other market that you're trying to do just understand what your body does and what what it can do and what it can't do and that's what a lot of the book is about is it's about all these different battles that i went through um and and understanding and asking questions and so those are the answers to my questions but i hope if anybody purchased the book that they would get you know a personal trainer or a dietitian or whomever is it they, they need to support them and they would ask those questions to them about their body and how how these things would affect their body. So all of that, uh, I, I hope will fuel some of that discussion. So you, we understand our body because I, you know, 50, I'm 51 years old and I didn't understand my body at all. <laughs> right. I'm still well, learning now. Well, you know, the, the, uh, marketing and the, the, the ad campaigns that are put out there are designed to not get you to know what your body is. And they're unrealistic. You know, yes. it's a before and after, you know, a magical before and after. There is no magical before and after that. You will you will gain that weight back quickly if you try to do something as fast as what people are suggesting with these before and after photos. Uh, that is not that does not work. If you want true transformation, I've been now three years clean eating. You know, it's 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 a long process. And that's why it's called a war, Kevin. That's why it's called a hundred pound war. It's not a journey. 
It's not a track. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a, it, this was not a fun experience. Okay. I'm telling, I'm telling everybody, if you're going to go on a diet, it, I, it took me nine months, 26 days to lose a hundred pounds. And I did not enjoy it. I did not have fun until, <laughs> until maybe about month six, month five, month six, I really started to feel a change. But prior to that, it was hell. I mean, that's why it was a war. Yeah. Now, now are you still with your lovely wife? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Oh, but she must be ecstatic because she's got a whole brand new guy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm, I'm, she, she's been she was she's been amazing uh, through the whole process, and uh, and she's been very very supportive. Absolutely. And, well, and uh, you need that support. Absolutely. I couldn't have done it without her because she would throw the food out. You know, when I was on, I would keep little chocolate pudding snacks. Uh, and and I would say, you know, to myself, well, I need that as like motivation not to eat it. And but every time I opened the fridge, I was like, I really want to eat that chocolate pudding. And uh, so one day she just threw it out, she just threw everything out. So that was the that's the support I need. She doesn't let me keep any of those snacks around, those sugary treats. Well, you know, uh, our loved ones love us, and they don't want to <laughs> see us keel over one day of a heart attack uh, because because we weigh three hundred pounds. Yeah, um, and. Yeah. You know, it's 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 hard, uh, especially in your in your case, doing it every day and with the sugar, getting it down to the sugar, and then you going through the withdrawals and stuff. And yeah. I know in the book you talk about the walls that you hit because there are several, there are bunches of walls that you hit, and and you feel like giving it up and chucking it and 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 what what helped you to get past these walls and to keep going. A couple of things. First, you, you can't do it alone. You really, you really need somebody to support you and to be there with you. Uh, I have a personal trainer who worked with me every single day and held me accountable uh, when I hit those walls. And sometimes the wall, I remember uh, in month two, it was a Wendy's hamburger. I mean, my God, I wanted a Wendy's hamburger. I just wanted a Wendy's hamburger. And uh, I, I was I was ready to give up my whole diet. You know, I was, I was, that's it. I'm going to give up because I I can't I can't overcome the Wendy's hamburger. And my my trainer said, just go have the Wendy's hamburger. Go eat it. Go satisfy your mind. And if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. I ate that Wendy's hamburger. I've never had a craving for Wendy's hamburger again. It's gone. So I just needed that support to say it's okay. Go. It's okay to step back and and have that craving. Just get back on the horse and, and go forward. So I've never had the, the that craving again, but it was so strong. It, it, you know, I just wanted to 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 leave uh, leave the diet and just walk away from it. So uh, you know, that was one really good support mechanism. So you really can't do this alone. Uh, I can't stress to people enough. If you're trying to go out there and do it alone, every ninety five percent of people fail their diets. Okay, in their in the first year. 95%. I mean, that's just, a, that's a staggering number of people because they look at it like a diet. This is not a diet. It's a transformation. It's a body transformation. And you know what, Kevin, I didn't know this, but there's actually a competition out there for body transformation as part of weight, uh, as part, uh, part of bodybuilding. Okay. Oh, wow. So, you know, those bodybuilders, those guys up there with all their, their, oh, yeah. and everything like that. But there's a division for body transformation. And I am entering in May uh, the national competition here in Canada for body transformation. I had no idea that this existed. So it was another motivation, another goal for me to move forward. So this is what they support 
uh, is transformation, not weight loss, but transformation, learning about your body. And what excited me was learning. One of the other things that got me through this was that I learned it wasn't really my fault. Okay. You think, right. you think I think that, that a lot of people who are overweight think it's their fault. It's actually, there's, there's a hormone imbalance. There's stress issues going on. So you need to find the balance within your body. Uh, and you need to find what works for you. So for me, for example, uh, I was, I started, I've started to take, and I still take zinc supplements because when you have the large belly, uh, that's one of the things that it's thrown off. Uh, your, your metabolism is thrown off, but your hormone is imbalanced. And my zinc was all in imbalanced. So the zinc has, has been tremendous for my energy as well as uh, magnesium to help me sleep and relieve the stress because I'm, I am a kind of a stress eater as well. I've learned that. So some of those things, just it's, the, it's just your body and you learn about your body and you, you learn what your body needs to, uh, to move forward and, and stay at that and maintain at that level. Now, did you also go into the mental aspect of it? You had to have, uh, because everything, everything that starts with our mind, we can't do this. We can't do that. Uh, I gotta have this, you know, and, and that kind of, and that kind of thing. So what did you do to prepare yourself mentally? So what I did was I took a, I call it in the book, I call it a lifestyle vacation. Um, it's kind of like preparation for war. Okay. This is a hundred pound war. Uh, you need to prepare yourself. So I started at first really gung ho. And then I said, well, I pulled back and said, wait a minute, this is way too much I've got to do. I need to understand what food I want to eat and what food I can eat and what food I like, what food I don't like. I need to, I need to shop around. I need to, I need to find food because I'm not eating sardines. I'm not eating kale. Okay. I'm not eating this stuff. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't, I don't like fish. I'm not a fish eater. I hate fish. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I got to find food that I can eat. So literally I spent an entire week going from, uh, store to store looking for food that, and trying it and tasting it like keto bread. I was, it was terrible. Kevin. It was awful. <laughs> so I had to find the food. So I, I found food. One of the foods, for example, was sugar-free jello, sugar-free jello. I would buy that sugar-free jello, mix it up and I put it in little containers. So instead of having my chocolate pudding. I would reach for that and that would satisfy. It would be a small little amount, just like three spoonfuls, and that would satisfy my sugar desire. So little things like that, little tips like that to help you get over that mental uh, uh, battle that you have. The other thing was uh, cheat day. Everybody asked me, well, do you, do you have a cheat day? So I'm a sugar addict. I'm a carb addict. I love those cheat days. And so my, my trainer said it was, it was month nine. A month eight, rather. He said, go have a cheat day. It was Labor Day weekend. Go go enjoy yourself this weekend. You've lost like 80, 90 pounds. Go enjoy. So I thought, yeah, I, I deserve it. I went. That month, I only lost two pounds that whole month. I was thrown way off. One cheat day <laughs> messed me up. So uh, what I've learned, the battle that I've learned is let's do a cheat uh, snack or a cheat meal. Uh, just one meal. Not a whole day. But if I have a craving, I'll just just have that one. But that's that's understanding what your body can take. Other people can take a cheat day and have a whole day eating lots of stuff like and enjoy it, but not me. If I have a cheat day, I'm in big, big trouble. So I have a couple of cheat meals, you know, a couple of foods that I really want to eat that uh, that help me get through the week. Now, does it help people 
because when you say cheat day, that means that denotes that the rest of the time that you're doing something that you don't want. Right. Yeah. And so you're cheating and to do something that you do want. So if we change that paradigm from a a cheat day to this is my lifestyle now. Correct. And I like what I'm doing with my lifestyle. Then you don't need a cheat day. Absolutely. And that, that was a, that was one of the battles that I fought was saying, I, I, I'm not a guy that wants a cheat day. I, I just have a craving every now and then. Uh, and, the, and the craving could be a hamburger or it could be, uh, you know, an ice cream cone. It's a sunny day. I want to go have an ice cream cone. Uh, I don't feel guilty about doing that now. I'm going to do that uh, if, I, if I'm out with my family and I want to have an ice cream cone. Uh, so absolutely. Uh, and so I don't like the term cheat day. And so I've just, I, I just avoid it altogether in my own personal uh, lifestyle. Now, question for you. Um, from what I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, but the average adult male needs between two thousand uses between two thousand and twenty five hundred calories a day. When to lose a hundred pounds in a year, what calorie count were you on, or were you on a calorie count? Yeah, it's a great question. I was not on a calorie count. Um, absolutely not. I do not. I just do not recommend it when you're at my size. Uh, you know, hundred pounds that you're trying to lose. Uh, I I do zero calorie count. I did. I never counted a calorie. Uh, now uh, I am I am training for the competition in May. Uh, I'm down to 171, 172 pounds. I need to lose 15 pounds. It's really hard. <laughs> I don't know if I I don't know if I can do it. Uh, but so I'm counting calories and I'm measuring my food and I'm doing all that crazy stuff. You know that people that you hear people are doing. But prior to this. You know, but I'm I'm doing it for a competition. Okay, this is a goal. Uh, I'm I'm working with a trainer. I, I work out every single day. Uh, you know, uh, so it's very very intense. When I'm losing 100 pounds, never counted a calorie. I never never ever. I, all I counted, I counted my sugar and I counted my carbs to maintain that number uh, of what I was putting into my body. So that was that was the only numbers I worried about was how much sugar was in it, how much carbs were in it. And, and that's what I measured. The other thing that I did, and it's kind of, I, I don't know, I've heard it's controversial in the fitness world, was I weighed myself every day. Uh, some people say, don't do that. Weigh yourself every week. It's too much stress. But when you're, when you're as large as I was, uh, I didn't know what foods were making me you know, uh, gain weight. Or I didn't understand about water weight. And I didn't understand what was going on within my body as it was changing. So it gave me a little bit of a guide uh, as I as I as I was going down, and then suddenly I pop up. Why why did I gain? Why did I gain yesterday? What did I do yesterday that I didn't do today? I mean, what's going on? Uh, and and you know things like pooping is very important. You know, uh, I didn't I, I didn't know that. There's like oh seven different types of poop. What kind of poop? They're they're always they're always asking about my poop, and uh, no idea. You know, so I've learned about that, how important that is. So, uh, uh, you know, little little things like that have been helpful. And I, I would suggest to people that switching from Coke to Diet Coke does not get the job done. That's 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 not that's not going to work because there's things in Diet Coke that yeah. cause you to gain weight as well. Yeah, uh, and and to re- retain your weight. So so you need to get you need this if you're a soda drinker. You need. I know a guy. He had uh three or four quarts of coke a day 
Yeah. And he weighed uh, like 400 pounds. And then he had the surgery and he couldn't have Coke anymore. And he lost a hundred. He lost like almost 200 pounds. But his wife and I wanted to ask you about this because the thing about losing weight like you have that much of a weight, there's a mental component to it as well that that caused you to be heavy in the first place. And then, then you lose all the weight and then you still feel like you're fat. Yes. Yeah, a hundred percent. I I can tell you when I was weighing in at one ninety two. I uh, you know uh, around one ninety. I guess I said to my trainer, I said, you know what, I feel fatter now than I did at two ninety two. Why? And he said, this is body transformation. This is where you've understood your body, and now you see the fat. Before you didn't see it. You just you 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 were just there, and it was it was just part of your personality sometimes because I was a big jovial Santa Claus guy, uh, you know, playing Santa Claus, having fun. And, and now I kind of notice where my fat is. I've never noticed that before. I've never noticed. Other, I, I'm at 172, 171 now. And I'm like, oh, well, I got a little bit of fat here. Like, what, what am I thinking? You were, you look at how huge you were. And, and, you know, now you're worried about, you know, some, some stuff around your legs and it's, it is, it is a bit saggy though. I mean, it's a little bit above a problem, but. <laughs> well, wait till you, wait till you get a little older, pal. It doesn't get any better. Um, so yeah, it, it is fascinating that this happens to you, that you actually, you notice your body uh, as you're losing weight and, and throughout the process that you are, you are fat. Well, and I, I shouldn't say you are fat, but it's just, you know, you, you notice where where the fat lies. And the other interesting point that uh, that I've learned about is where the fat is determines what type of problems you have internally. And uh, and uh, so they you know, one of the things they did, they used skin calipers and measured my fat, which was very embarrassing. But they measure my fat all over my body. Uh, and that would tell uh, tell them where, you know, the hormonal imbalance was. Uh, and so, you know, you, you learn about your body and what works for you and what doesn't work for you, you know. In the course of, in the course of this, and I know that you had challenges and stuff, but was it, was it really exciting that you were losing all this weight or was it that you were, I, I don't know, what was your excitement level? It was a war. It was hell, Kevin. I can't, I can't tell people <laughs> enough. Okay. I, I, I can't, I can't, I, I wish I could be so motivating and I know the commercials out there and everybody it's, you know, you're going to feel great. You're going to be, it, it is, I feel great now after three years, I feel great. I feel so energetic. I'm up at six, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm 12, 14, 16 hours a day. I work out. I have no problems working out twice a day if I need to, but for the first nine months and 26 days, while I'm losing 100 pounds, it was hell. I, I, it was tough. It was, it was a, it was so mentally exhausting and struggle. It was a struggle uh, each and every day. So that's why it's called a war. And I just want to be honest with people. Like you need to prepare yourself. Uh, it's it's December 30th. You're heading into a new year, 2022. You need to be ready. You need to prepare yourself if you're going on a diet. If you're just going to go on a diet and say, I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose a few pounds, that's different. But if you really are serious, um, it, it's, it's, it's a full year. It's going to take you at least a year. I mean, nine months, 10, 10 months, whatever, however long it takes. And it's going to take total commitment from you 
and your family. They need to support you. They can't be joking around with you, bringing you donuts and cookies. They need to support you through this process. And I was very lucky to have the family that supported me. But you need that uh, support because it is, it, it's very, very difficult. And that's why the rate is so high at 95% failure. Well, and, and not only that, but folks that do lose a lot of weight because they haven't changed their mental attitude about that whole process, they gain it back. Yeah, and you and and that's why it's a it's a process. That's why it's an investment every single day, and it, and it takes nine months, twenty six days, or ten months, or a year to get to that mental part because it's an everyday battle. I mean, it's a it's it's going to kind of military camp where you know you're being trained, you're being whipped into shape, but you're doing it to yourself. And I can tell you, your body fights your mind and your mind fights your body like you've ne you've never seen before you don't know what's going on and so literally somebody's gotta gotta hold my hand i remember talking about the zinc i was so like concerned uh that one day i was running out of zinc i was in i had no zinc left i had no supplements left i was in a panic i was like oh my god i have no uh, i'm missing my 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 zinc and, and and it was like month month two or month three and and my trainer drove over and brought me a bottle of zinc so just calm down it's all gonna be fine you know, but that that was the mental battle. Like, oh my God, I, I missed my my zinc uh, supplement. What am I going to do? You know, and I, I, I you know, I, I went through a lot of these little tiny battles every single day, and it was hell. It was war. I, I wish I could be. You know, my my story is inspirational. After three years, I, I understand it, and I I, I get uh, you know the interest in in and in, in what I've done and how did I do it. But I like to tell people. Um, and, and this is where the love part comes in. It's tough love that I'm saying to you. It's very difficult and you need to be ready from day one. You need to be prepared. You need to plan out. And, and, and some people say, Kevin, how many times do you exercise when you're doing it? That's another question I get a lot of. Uh, and I said, you know what? My first three months, I exercised 11 times. That's it. Once a week. <laughs> exercise was not what I needed to do. What I needed to do was control my food and my sugar and my carbs and manage my stress uh, and get into a habit because habit, you know, builds, uh, you know, good, good, good uh, results if you have good habits. So, uh, you know, first three month exercise was not even on my uh, radar. You know, uh, I did a little uh, and it helped for sure. But uh, once a week was all I did. Food, 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 nutrition, nutrition, finding food, Kevin. <laughs> it's just, what do I like? How, you know, I, I have a hot dog and a beer. I mean, that's what I ate. I went to the ballpark. I can't eat that. What, what am I, I going to eat? I have cereal in the morning. I can't eat cereal. What am I going to eat? You know? <laughs> well, you know, it's 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 interesting that that you've done so well because a lot of folks have such major problems with it, and and they'll try everything. I tried something that was called um, isogenics. Have you ever heard of that one? No, no, don't know that one. That one is a um, um, fast diet uh, shake. You have shake days where you, you have shakes and then then two days where you do, do a fast, um, which which they have a, a cleansing fast, which actually I advocate that because to do a fast every now and then, um, maybe a day and just drink water or, or something along those lines, just to give your body a bit of a rest. Did you do that or was that not possible? Yeah, I did that a little bit at the beginning of the intermittent fasting. So I did that for, uh, you know, I could do about... 15 to 16 hours 
uh, of fasting. That's about my max. And then I became hangry and you didn't want to be around me. Sometimes, sometimes they come into my office and I'm still fasting. I haven't eaten yet. Go away, go away, leave me alone. Uh, and they got to know that routine. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't enjoy fasting. Uh, I, I do agree. I think it helps. And I do agree. Some people are better at it than, than other people. Uh, and, but not for me. No, fasting wasn't a big thing for me. Three meals a day, um, with exercise and, 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 uh, monitoring myself was, was the best strategy. See, now I've got, uh, my issues are, and if I can, if I can share with you just sure. briefly, my issues are, um, I was in, in high school, I was an athlete. Um, I was on all-star teams and all that kind of stuff for baseball, football, and, and I'd be the state champion in wrestling and that kind of thing. And, uh, but then when I was in my early thirties, I hurt my back. And I was playing basketball, and I hurt my back enough that I had to have surgery on it. And then I recovered from the surgery, was trying to get back into shape, and then my hip went out, and I had to have my hip hip replaced. And then at that point, it became more of a sedentary thing, and now it's it's to the point I cannot. I can walk, but but at the same time, I've got a twenty year old hip, yeah, and a ten year old hip. So I had both of my hips replaced. And so I don't want to hasten the process to have to have another hip replacement. So I'm kind of like stuck. So for me, it's stretching and, and that kind of thing, but, but it's hard to, to, to get yourself motivated to do stuff, you know, but. And and so my, my advice, I'm listening to you talk about exercise, exercise, exercise. And that's where I say to you, Kevin, stop talking about exercise. Uh, it's not about exercise for you. You're going to have to walk. Okay. Uh, but you're going to have to stop. Uh, you have to change the diet. It's, it's all about diet. That's why I said the first three months I did 11 hours of exercise, one hour a week of, of basic. And the exercise for me was sitting down in a chair and getting up, sitting down in a chair, getting up 30 times. And it just exhausted me, wore me right out. That's the only exercise I did in very, very basic levels and some, some basic strength. Uh, training, maybe some uh, uh, dumbbell chest press, things like that. Nothing too heavy duty, but uh, it was all about diet and trying to find out what are those triggers in your life that are making you gain weight. And so for me, like yogurt in the morning, I I had no idea there was so much sugar in yogurt. I mean, what are the foods that you are eating uh, that that's that that's that's restricting you and causing the? It's probably causing you inflammation uh, throughout your body. That's, uh, that's well. also, yes, very, yeah. very much so. Inflammation is a big problem. Yeah. So you've got a, it's probably sugar. It's probably carbs somewhere in there uh, in terms of your diet that you're eating that you've got a, you know, black coffee, not a fan. I just not a fan of black. I want cream and sugar in my coffee, but I have learned that cream and sugar is, is inflammatory. I got to get that out of my system. And I've gone to black coffee now and I have uh, black coffee. I've, I've learned to, to have my black coffee in the morning. So taking out some of those inflammatory triggers, uh, but sugar is sugar is the biggest, uh, biggest one as well as the, you know, the carbs, the processed carbs, uh, not the starchy carbs, but the, the, you know, the processed food, just, just shop from, you know, the, the, the outside of the supermarket, you know, don't buy any boxes, no processed food. So that's why I say first three months, all about food. All, what can I eat? How, what food can I eat? What do I like? And you try kind of everything and see what, what you like. So now you were able to do that without counting calories. So did you watch your portions? I did it without counting calories. I counted the carbs and the sugar number that I was eating each day. 
So gotcha. I didn't I didn't count calories. Um, I, I am counting calories now, but I didn't count calories. Some people like that. If you like it, hey, go for it. I just find it very, you know, very annoying. And I know there's great apps out there, and I use an app, and and uh, I'm doing it now. But I just I I don't I don't like it uh, myself. Uh, but now that I'm training, I'm a bit more cognizant. And you know, we don't have to do that. I mean, we just have to eat healthier. And I eat a lot of nuts. Uh, that was a good that was a good one for me. Uh, protein shakes, real protein shakes from good sources. So you could talk to uh, some great people at, at different stores or your or personal trainers or, or nutritionists to find you great sources of protein. Uh, and uh, I, I started with four protein shakes a day, Kevin. Oh, so terrible. Uh, I hated them by the end of the first month, but it really stopped my appetite. It stopped eating. It stopped me from eating. When I got hungry, protein shake. I was like, ah, oh, you're kidding me. And when right. I got hungry, pistachios, almonds, those were my two go-to foods. Some people like cashews. Some people like walnuts. But uh, almonds and pistachios, I just, I, I, instead of chips and Coke, it was a protein shake and almonds and pistachios beside my desk. And I still have them now. So I still have my bag of almonds that I, I, if I have a, a need. Now, in the protein shake world, there are two really different types. There's the soy protein, and then there's the whey protein. Which was yours? Which yeah, would you so, like better? Yeah, I, I had the whey with the bone broth was the one that I used. But, uh, you know, if you find somebody who's uh, knowledgeable about, about the different shakes, they, they'll point you in the right direction to give you great, um, you know, there's a lot of great products out there for the, for the shakes. But which ones? It's certainly not the kind you buy at, you know, Walmart. Don't don't buy those ones. There are other ones out there. That are, you got to buy quality kind of products. That's the other thing. You know, it is expensive. I don't want to say you're going to break the bank, but buying buying the good quality foods uh, is also uh, important. Getting rid of a lot of the oils and the toxins. You know, I, I, I use avocado oil and, and, and I use grass-fed butter now instead of some of those to other toxic forms that, that are out there. So, you know, you've got to make some of those change. Himalayan pink salt, for example, instead of regular table salt. Um, some of those things like that. Now, do you have kids? I do. And so did you, when you went on this program, did the entire family go with you or were you eating separately or differently? Uh, yeah, I, they, it's a good question. Uh, some one, one, one boy did one boy didn't. Uh, and then, uh, so it was kind of a split, I guess I had two boys. One boy has gone into personal training and, and he's now, he is now my trainer actually. So he got his personal trainer certification, and now he trains me every day. So one son, but the other son is also very cognizant of his of his health. And just just to let people know, uh, I had a baby during this whole process. After losing 100 pounds, I got a newborn baby. So y'all be careful what <laughs> you're doing when you are losing weight okay you have more energy for other things beyond you know just exercise so you're suddenly friskier than you've been in a long long time testosterone obviously went up and uh, i created a new life form uh so that was a that's a that's a whole other area <laughs> so so how old your how old your baby so he's uh 16 months now oh very good so I, and you I'm need sure in the background yeah <laughs> Well, I don't know that I could do uh, at my even when I was in my fifties. 
because I'm a little bit older than that, but I I don't think that I could have a newborn. That's <laughs> that's for the young, you know. And and you know when you were, you know, and the, the here's the other thing I want to point out to people: if you have never had, some people by the grace of God and their metabolism, they can eat anything and everything, and they don't gain a pound. Yeah. Um, my brother could drink a case of beer a day, and sadly he did for a long time, and not gain a pound. Uh, of course, he didn't eat anything else. But but there are people that so that you don't realize what it's like for somebody who looks at devil's food cake and gains five pounds. It's very hard. And my my brother was the same. I got to go. He's six foot. He's six foot something. Thin. He was thin as a rail. He could eat a box of Oreos. I would eat one Oreo. Boom! I'm gaining ten pounds. <laughs> so I know exactly. And he's so handsome. He's a good looking guy. Uh, but you know, all things, even though, uh, you know, now he's got the beer belly and uh, I look good. So, uh, <laughs> it all ends out in time. Well, and, and have you noticed this just as an aside, have you noticed people look at you differently now than they used to? Oh yeah, absolutely. Of course. I mean, that's that, I mean, that's kind of part of the motivation as well. Uh, and that's, uh, that's the motivation for me to keep going through, through new goals um is you know how far can i can i push myself but yeah i i you know it's it's very it's a it's nice it's nice and and uh i remember I, and i told my wife this so it's not a secret i remember one time i was getting fitted for uh clothes uh new clothes uh you know back down to my l size and i was asked out on a date like by a <laughs> young lady never happened before ever kevin so you know there's perks to uh to the ego i guess you know, that's a, that's that's one of those things where where when when you're when you're a little heavier and and, and stuff you don't get asked out a lot no. but when <laughs> so but but you, i'm sure that you have a lovely wife and a lovely relationship and and so but it, it does the whole thing. Say, oh my god you know what happened here i was just asked out on a date <laughs> <And> <laughs> you, can't, you can't go shopping there anymore so uh. <laughs> well you know it's 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 good for the ego it's good for the ego so there are small battles that you do win, absolutely. But it makes it it's it's a tough road. And congratulations, by the way. I, I'm I, has it changed more than just your body image? Has it changed your entire uh, outlook on life? Well, absolutely, and I have a lot more energy. You know, with a newborn now, I'm I'm able to get up at six a.m. and uh, I, I I have so much energy throughout the day. Um, it, it, it's, it's amazing. It's really, it's really wonderful. And if I can leave, uh, the listeners with some advice, you know, when you're going through the, the, uh, when you're on the airplane and they're going through that safety protocol and they say, you know, put the mask on for yourself first and then someone else, that's what you have to do when you're losing weight. You have to save yourself first. Okay. You can't help your family. You can't help your friends. You can't help your newborns, your kids without taking care of yourself first. And, and that's, the, that's the step. I, I hear so many uh, uh, women and men talk to me, well, my family, I'm busy with my family. I'm busy with my job. I'm busy, busy, busy. Yeah, but you know, you're gonna leave a big gaping hole uh, in your family if you don't uh, take care of yourself first. And uh, so that's what I really wanna stress to, to people. Take care of yourself first, invest in yourself just a little bit each day, uh, to try to maintain it. And you don't have to go crazy with heaps and heaps of exercise. Start with the food first. You know, it's interesting because I talk to a lot of uh, positive people and a lot of motivational people. Do you know that that's the second time in a week that that metaphor has been used? 
Is that right? Yeah, the 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 and the exact same one. Is that right? You put the mask on you for yourself before you put it on to the child or somebody who's acting like one. Yeah. Um, it's because you, if you don't if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anybody else. Exactly. Again, if you can't even change a light bulb, I know what that's like. I really do. Um, you know, so and also <laughs> when you when I was younger, if I fell, which occasionally, you know, you you, you lose your balance and fall, yeah. maybe, and uh, it would be okay. And then not anymore. I now I tear things up. Yeah, uh, so if I fall. yeah. and, and uh, yeah. So I mean, there's tremendous trainers out there. There's tremendous uh, personal trainers. Uh, that you can start at any age. Some of the inspirational stories I see now that I'm on kind of this bodybuilding circuit. Again, I'm not a bodybuilder, but I, I am in, in that world, I guess, now. I see them at 80, 90 years old bodybuilding. It's tremendous, some of these people, what they're doing. It's so inspirational uh, that, you you know, just a little bit of exercise every single day. So, Kevin, you can do it. You know, and, and, you know, when you're 70, you're going to be on the circuit with me. You'll be in the, we'll be competing against each other in the master class over 50 uh, age group. I'll give you a few years to catch up and then uh, you'll be ready to go. Well, I'm, I, I'll make a commitment to you now. Okay. And I need to have you back on in, on uh, November 1st of this okay. of the next year. next year. All right. We'll check in on you. And, and I, I intend to, I we'll intend do, to we'll be, do an update. we'll do an update. You got to do an update show. Yes, absolutely. We'll yes. do it you know, like every three months. Just check in, see where you're at, like a short segment. Well, and the, and the problem is he, my, my person see, and this is all ego driven, but as, as my podcast grows and I'm doing more video stuff, I can't be the short, fat white guy that's <laughs> on the video anymore. So I've got to, I've got to really work on well, it. You know what they call me at the gym? They call me baby rock. So that can be your mantra in the future too uh, i'm not quite the rock i'm not I, I won't be i'm not as tall as him uh but i'm the baby rock so we can do that but you know, know what's interesting too is if you go to your website which by the way uh i would advocate you go to his website which is a hundred pound war.com and one zero zero yeah one zero zero pound war.com and you you've taken pictures with some celebrities sean astin from from uh, well, he was on a bunch of stuff like Rudy and Lord of the and, Rings, uh, Lord of the Rings uh, and, and Steven Seagal, who looked. Uh, he, I think he, you know, I've seen all of it, most of his pictures, and he never looks happy in any of them. Anyway, he just looked like that in the picture that you took with him. And there were some other celebrities that you and and so it it became a, a really cool thing for you yeah. to go through to be able to do this. And at the end of the day, you deserve every accolade that you can get. I did. I did kind of a belly tour. Yeah, you can find it on the website. It's a belly tour. Uh, I went around and, and, and again, it was a motivation for me to keep going, uh, to keep pushing myself forward was, you know, uh, accepting who I was and what I've done to change. And uh, and uh, we use the photos a little bit at the gym for people to inspire them uh, to keep going you know and uh so that's what i did with uh, with my trainer trainer saber and uh we went around and we did uh we did some fun shots all over bodybuilding con contests and uh and we met some celebrities so it was a lot of it, they were very very gracious and very supportive uh as well well and i just applaud you for uh taking your shirt off and wearing wearing little pants when when you were 300 pounds 
Uh, that that takes a bit of well. Courage. I gotta say, I gotta tell you honestly. I said you can't publish that picture yet until I'm actually successful. Uh, so he kept, the the Jim kept saying, "Can we do it now?" And I'm saying, "Not yet, not yet, <laughs> not yet. I'm not ready." So that was one of the mental battles you talked about, Kevin. I just wasn't ready to show that picture. Uh, but finally, after losing the hundred pounds, I, I thought uh, I was ready to share my story. Well, and and your story can benefit other people. What I really like about what you're doing is people are going to pick up your book and they're going to read it and they're going to and you can inspire somebody to lose 100 pounds and that might very well save their lives. I hope so. And and I, I, I can't stress enough that uh, it's not a diet book. It's not an exercise book. It's just, and, and if you, there's the paperback version, which is on Amazon, but if you go to the Apple bookstore, the Apple books, uh, there's, you can download that version. There's videos in there and there's a whole library of, of a day, day by day uh, charts of, of the weight loss that I went through. So it's quite, it's quite fascinating to look at those and, and some of the mental struggles. And I think even on the website, there's a video that I made, which is, uh, after day 14, where I was ready to give up, I was ready to give up. Uh, and I just, you know, people were kind of making fun of me uh, at, because I was on a diet. Uh, and and it really got to me. It really got to me. And uh, it made me angry to kind of keep moving forward. But it was close. On day 14, I was ready to give up. And what got you over the hump? That anger got me over that hump. Uh, I just, I, I made the video on day 14 and you can see it on the website where I said, you know, uh, I, I don't want people to, 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 you know, say those things to other people who are on a diet. Like, why are you eating carrot sticks? Why are you eating celery? Ha ha ha. Oh, Santa, ba 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 ba. Have a donut. They'd come into my office. Have a donut. That was, it was really, uh, it really got to me. And on, on, on day 14, I made that video and I wasn't sure I would, you know, make it at that point. But I made that video to show my my feelings and my emotion that that I was going through to let people know uh, I got over it uh, and and anger got me through it because I was really mad at everybody for you know here I am trying to change what 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 what, what, what why would somebody come in with a donut if they know you're that number one you're susceptible to sugar and number two you're trying to lose weight well, what, did they do that because it was it was it just did they think they were being funny. Well, you know, I have that personality of being jovial uh, I, I and, and too. funny and sarcastic. And, you know, you bring that out of people as well. Right. Uh, and and so when you're when you're trying to change, they don't necessarily understand how difficult they're very thin people. They're very athletic people. They maybe didn't understand how difficult it was. So that video was there to show people the effect that one sentence could have on you, on somebody going through this war. One little sentence, have a donut. Hey, James, why are you doing this? You're, who's going to play Santa? I remember that line like it was yesterday. Who's going to play Santa? <laughs> well, anybody can play Santa. Go find another fat guy. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, that's see, to me, that's the same thing. as like somebody walking into your office. If, you're, if you are battling alcohol and yeah. you are trying to quit, doing yeah. that and then to come in there and pour a beer on your desk and sit yep. there and drink and say oh come on yep. just have I one see. yeah yeah there's no such thing if you're yeah. an alcoholic there's no such thing as just one it can send you on a bender that lasts for yep. weeks or well, months. and it happened to me in month nine with the cheat day boom i'm gone the whole month was gone by by 
having a cheat day. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and that effect, you know, it's really hard when you're battling an addiction. It's really hard when you're going through this war, this weight loss war, that's what it is. And that's the mentality you have to have, uh, that you're, you're fighting, not maybe yourself and maybe other people. Yeah. You're going to get support from your family, but the outside world may not be ready for you to change. And I think there was that transition for, for the people around me where, whoa, 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 after about month three, where I started to really show the weight loss, the, the people around me went, whoa, you know, he's serious. He's serious about this. He's serious. So that, that, that message got through, but it took three months for people around to really start to notice. And that really, I was, I was on a, on a, uh, I was disciplined enough to get through it. But one, one little word, one little sentence, you know, you've got to go through it. The other problem, you know, invite you out for to the restaurant. Restaurants are evil for us, Kevin. Get away from the yeah. restaurant. There's so much sugar and oh, and all the sauces and everything. You just you I, there's, a, there's a restaurant on the West Coast. It's called uh, Claim Jumper, and they they specialize in big portions. Yeah. Uh, the portions are big enough to where you need. They they go through a lot of to go containers because you can't eat what they serve you. Yeah. Um, and so uh, me and a couple friends were there and I was going, have you noticed that everybody that walks in here is fat is because, you know, they 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 go there because they can get as much as they want. And that's just what they serve. But but it's like that's that's dangerous. They, they shouldn't be doing that. So yeah. I got, but I got to ask you, do you remember what month it was when you could look down and see your toes and other things that were? Yeah, month month five. Month five was a big month for me. Uh, that was it was about five months in uh, when I was getting really. I wish that that's when I was going to the uh, start looking for new clothes. Uh, I was very very excited. And <laughs> well, you know, it's not only month five. Uh, it's even uh, uh, what I mean. Two or three months ago, I was working out and I said, "Geez, what what is this?" what is this muscle here? I said to my trainer and he goes, that's not a muscle, man. That's your bone. I said, there's a bone there. I didn't know there was a bone in my, Oh, I didn't know that. I said, yeah, because you've never ever felt it down there before, but there's a bone there. So I was, yeah. So I'm finding new body parts all the time. Even now, three years later, I'm finding new body parts. So yeah, I was very excited when I started to show my collarbone, you know, I was very, wow, I can see my collarbone. That was exciting. So yeah, it was, so month five was, was a big, big energy month. That's, uh, that's the month where I saw a transition, uh, from the, the lifestyle of, of, uh, just eating food and, and less exercise to being actually active and doing something every day. I, I did, I, and I wrote in, in the book, I did five days in a row in month five of exercise, which I haven't. When was the last time you've exercised five days in a row when you're 50 years old? I can't remember that ever. Uh, you know, I'd have to go back to my, you know, high school days, maybe when I was exercising, I was doing some activity five days in a row. Uh, so that was a big, wow moment uh so i remember that in month five and so i was definitely and more energetic body weight was dropping i i had lost about 50 pounds by by month 50 60 pounds by month five so that's the other thing you know the first four or five months i lost 50 pounds very quickly so i was like wow this is amazing but the next 50 pounds it was it was damn hard i can tell you because it didn't go off as fast that's when the real fat started to 
to go, you know. And that and some of that fat had been there for 20 years. Exactly. Exactly. So that it was doesn't a, go without a fight. It did not go. And that's the war. That's the hundred pound war. You got it, Kevin, right there. That is it. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, it doesn't go away. It does not want to leave you. It's very comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and and you're very comfortable with it sometimes as That's well. Exactly. You know? Well, right. You make up jokes and you make you know make people laugh and then your kids play with it and you know <laughs> all that happens. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, when there comes a certain point in time when you recognize that um as an example, my best friend in high school is dead. My brother, who's four, uh, 18 months older than me, he's gone. Uh, kid, two kids that I played ball with in high school, they're gone. No, three. And, and it's, so I'm to the point in time where you either make the decision, and it clearly is a decision, you either make the decision that you're going to make a change or you're preparing for when you go. And I, I have too much fun talking with people like you and I want to do this for a very long time. So I've got to, I've got to, so I'm working to make the changes that you've already made. And you know, Kevin, I, I, at, at 48, I was saying to myself that if I were to have a massive heart attack, I'd be okay. If I had a good life at 48. I'm saying I had a good life. That's, that's the wrong mentality. I got, I got, I got 40 more years I can give to my family and, and friends here. Uh, I just need to change uh, my habits and understand my body. It's not so easy to just say flippantly, you, you know, make a change. You, you need to understand your body and what makes your body unique and different from every other body. And and uh, there are some universal truths, but there are some things, like I said, three meals a day I need. I and I'm I, I need that. That's what I need. I'm not in a faster, but other people can. So your body has certain needs, and you need to give the give the body what it needs. So. Uh, yeah, it's it it's uh it, it is a it is a choice that you can do battle with your your body, but you do need help, you do need support, and you do need you do need maybe to find a professional that can guide you through it as well. Now, did you have? I know you've got a personal trainer who's now your son, but when you had an, another one to start with, um, did you also have a nutritionist who helped you out? So he was also a nutritionist. Uh, he had done oh, okay. that as well. So he's kind of he's kind of done it all. So it's an interesting story. Trainer Saber, uh, when he came to uh, uh, North America, he uh, couldn't speak English. I was his English teacher, uh, and his dream uh, was to open a gym. Uh, Ten years later, he'd learned English and he'd opened a gym. And I had gained, you know, I I, I was almost three hundred pounds, and I said to him, "I need your help." And, uh, and that's when that's, that's that relationship, uh, of trust that we had, that he, he wanted to do this for, for me and gave that extra, uh, motivation, uh, to me and kept me online and kept me going. So it's a really, uh, it was a good story, uh, as well. I highly advocate that if you are, um, seriously, and I mean, seriously interested in losing weight and taking control of your life because a lot of it when you're when you're heavy you're a bit out of control to get a uh um a personal trainer but also address the mental side there that uh, and get a therapist um talk to a therapist about what you're trying to do or or a trusted friend yeah. that that you really that there are very few people in this world i don't know about your world but in my world there are very few people where you can say anything to and they don't care they'll love you regardless 
Yeah. I called him my second wife. I did call him my second wife because he knew everything about me. He knew what I was eating, what I was drinking, and and how many times I was pooping every day. It was a question we had. I, I can't I can't stress how often they ask me this question. Why is this being asked? So uh, now that my pooping is normal, he doesn't ask me those questions anymore. But so I mean, it gets really personal, and uh, he sees you, and uh, he sees you with your big belly, and he sees everything. He knows where all your fat is, and uh so you know you need to find somebody that you can really really trust uh and uh who can really motivate you sometimes when you're down and he he often said uh you know i was a motivate motivation for him too uh to keep going uh, and, and keep pushing uh, because uh my of my work ethic so you know it's a symbiotic relationship there that can really work if you find the right person and, uh, you know, I know people are out there sometimes with personal trainers at different gyms and, and maybe not getting the results. Find another trainer, you know, look for somebody that you can really, really trust. And, and somebody who understands your body and the differences between men and women and, and all of that, because there are lots of that going on too. So. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with looking for other trainers as well, because, uh, you know, I see different trainers at the gym, uh, that I go to and I, I would never work with them. They're great trainers but they're not for my body. They're not what I need. Uh, there's a different yeah. style that I wouldn't like to do. You know, some of them have, have people doing jumping jacks and exercises. I would never do that at 300 pounds. Are you kidding me? I'd be so embarrassed to do a jumping jack or something like that. Forget it. No way. I'm not doing it, you know. <laughs> well, I know the feeling because sometimes when you get that much weight going one way, it doesn't come back very fast. <laughs> we go the other way. Yeah. Uh, James, I appreciate you. Uh, you're going to be on uh, uh, Positive Talk Radio on KKNW on Sunday morning at 9 a.m. or Monday morning at 9 a.m. and uh, and we're going to talk more then. I could talk to you for hours, but but it, as what I like to do at the end of the show, is there anything that you'd like to tell our audience, anything at all for them? to digest now or in the future uh please just remember this is a war you need to take it seriously if you are going to start losing weight it's, it's not fun uh it's not a journey it's not a trek uh it's a battle between your mind and your body and you need to be ready for that and you need to take it very very seriously if you want to lose weight so and and you know invest in yourself you can do it uh and and it can be done it's, uh, but it is a war. And I want to keep everybody keep in mind that, uh, five months he had lost 50 pounds, but it was only halfway there, but that's five months. That's, that's 180 days. So then that's every day getting up and doing the same thing, then taking care of yourself every day and not taking any days off. So it's a grind. It's a, it's a big time grind and it's a war. So, um, but you, you, you've won the war. But it's not over yet because now you're, you've got new goals and new things that you're doing. You've got a brand new baby. Who knows? Maybe you're gonna the, your brand new baby is gonna have a brother or sister. Uh, oh God, I hope not. <laughs> well, uh, James, thank you very much. Go to uh, his website, which again is a hundred pound. That's one zero zero pound war dot com, and you get all the information about him and buy his book, uh, which is the hundred pound war. Uh, and that'll give you some insight as to what he had to do to get through it all and uh, and can give you hope that you can do it too. He's a, he's a great man, but but he puts his 
He poops and he puts his uh, pants on one leg at a time like everybody else. James, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. If you hold on just a second, I'll be right back. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.